come out of the gate being an ass. That You can save that for when this is a, like a repeat problem. Welcome to the Million Dollar Landscaper Podcast. We're your hosts, Scott and Katie Mulchan, and we make it easy to start working on, not just in your landscaping business. We're a real couple that helped grow our family business to well over a million dollars in revenue. And now we help other landscaping business owners just like you to do the same. Are you ready to build your business? Let's get started. Before we get into today's show, a big thank you to our sponsor, Send Gym. If you want to get the lead you want and turn your current clients into raving fans, then you need to try Send Gym. They've created an exclusive offer just for our listeners. If you sign up today, you can get your first month for just $2. So if you haven't already, go to sendgym.io forward slash MDL, where you can get even more exclusive deals just for Million Dollar Landscaper podcast listeners. That's sendgym.io forward slash MDL and take advantage of these awesome deals today. Welcome back, everybody. Today, we're going to chat about employees a little bit. And mm-hmm. what sparked this was the fact that earlier this week, last Sunday, yep. uh, we did a live Q&A session in the Landscaping Business Owners Facebook group and on YouTube. Yeah, we actually call it Coffee with the Mods. Yeah. And we've done that before. And mm-hmm. it was mostly just the moderators from the Facebook group talking about what questions that came up mm-hmm. in the group throughout yeah. the week. Yeah, just different topics. Yeah. But we've changed the setup a little bit. Now it's more of like a Q&A with the mods. Mm-hmm. So if you are in the Landscaping Business Owners Facebook group, you can watch it from in there and you can ask questions, interact. If you're not in that Facebook group, then you can catch it on the YouTubes. Mm-hmm. You can go on there. So we just wanted it to be a platform where everybody could interact more, just get yeah. questions answered um, and stuff like that. Yeah, just real quick. If you're interested in joining on the YouTube, then you need to head to Millionaire Landscaper and subscribe to that and you'll get notifications for when that comes on. Okay. Yeah, see, we're, we're new to the YouTube-ish. Well, we've been putting the podcast here on YouTube for yeah. a couple weeks now, but I, I still consider us pretty new to yeah, it. Oh, yeah, so. we, we new to <laughs> So <laughs> hop on in there. Those will be great. Yep. Uh, like Katie said, we talked a whole lot about employees. Probably 90% of the conversation was about employees, which is awesome. So I just kind of got to do a quick recap of some of the things we talked about. Definitely go back, check the uh, video out. It was what, an hour? Yeah. So it was pretty yeah. long, but we'll give the quick like rundown. Yeah. He'll run through the questions here and then we can give you like the two second version of the answer. Yeah. So first off, we talked about where to find employees. People are having a hard time finding employees, which I understand this year has been kind of weird with the government handing out pretty big checks is a little bit hard. But just kind of going off what people in our Millionaire Academy are doing, a lot of people are using Indeed. Uh, they're having real good luck with Indeed. Um, people doing a lot of references, you know, having friends of- Oh, just word of mouth. Yeah, and they're giving bonuses for that. I think that works out well. Like mm-hmm. if, uh, if like if an employee brings a friend on or refers a, a friend, relative, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah, as long as that person works out, have some kind of bonus you Yeah, know, for after that. a certain amount of time, they're giving them a bonus. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a pretty big one. And I'm trying to remember, you know, they're like always putting stuff on your Facebook. All the social medias, you know, your website, having something on their website is really important. Actually, in our live Q&A in the Academy, we talked about doing like videos on there, like interviewing your team and stuff is a big help. So it's something you can consider doing, too. Yeah. And putting that on your website. The next kind of question we talked about was uh, how to handle an employee who's breaking stuff, like breaking stuff on purpose. From what I remember, exactly. I what didn't I hear that part. But so somebody was purposely what breaking guess, equipment yeah, or. Yeah. So I suggested, you know, obviously have an employee handbook because that's going to be a reference point pretty much for everything. So once you have an employee handbook, you can refer to that and then do a write up for that. You know, obviously you let them know that's not acceptable behavior. You can't do that. 
And I think we went in talking about how you actually wrote an article years back. I don't even know if it's on our website anymore. Oh, with about the hundred dollar shovel. Yeah, I did. Yeah, so that's still on our webpage. Uh, I don't know. I don't we know. should look. We should resurrect that. Yeah. So it, you know, basically, you know, employee thinks ah, oh, shovel is twenty bucks or whatever. It's more than twenty bucks. It's a lot more time you drive there, get it, and all the. Yeah. By the time you take everything into account, yes, the shovel is twenty dollars. But mm-hmm. by the time you drive to the store and get a new one or order one mm-hmm. from AM Leonard, whatever you get yes. your stuff. Everything that goes into it, including the opportunity cost, because if you're out buying shovels, then you're not out selling work. Mm -hmm. So when you consider everything that's in there, yeah, it comes out like it's a hundred dollar shovel. Yeah. So we kind of talked about that. But main thing was, you know, having some kind of uh, reprimand that you can do to it and write it up. It has to be on paper and write it down. It makes a lot easier later on. And we talked about, you know, a person had a had a great team member, but they're doing like, I think they said rigging work or doing subpar work, something along those lines. And um, how did they handle that? Because it, it was a great employee. And we basically said, you know, you sit down and have a talk with this employee and explain to him, you know, that this is not the quality of work that you do in your business. And, you know, he needs to step it up or she needs to step it up and, and correct it. Yeah, because... Yes, fitting into company culture and, you know, being like a, a good person that fits with the crew, that's great. Mm-hmm. But you're still at work and yep. there are st- there are still performance expectations that yeah. are going to have to be met. Yeah. You weren't hired to be the court jester. So yeah. you <laughs> you want to keep those people because, yeah, it's great that they fit in, but there has to be expectations and those mm-hmm. expectations need to be met. Yeah. Yeah. So it's pretty, pretty straightforward. And you just I don't know to, if that's get, what you guys said. I wasn't no, there for that part, but that's my two cents on it. No, you need, <laughs> you need to just talk to the person. That's the main thing. Um, don't be afraid of talking to them and about, you know, you don't have to be an ass about it, but you just sit down and say, hey, we need to talk about some things and point out specific things they've done wrong. So you can say this thing here, this thing here, we can't have this. And, you know, how are we going to fix this in the future? And, and just kind of get their opinion and get them talking about it. Don't, you know, have a conversation about it first. Yeah. Don't come out of the gate being yeah. an ass that yeah. you can save that for yeah. when this is a like a repeat problem yeah so the first time there's kind of let's talk <laughs> about it then you can proceed from there so um then lastly we kind of talked a little bit about company culture and i can't remember exactly what question brought that up but i remember we talked about how company culture is so well, important. people can always go back and listen to it catch yeah. it in the facebook group or on youtube yeah so um you know we just talked about some different things that you can do to improve company culture and develop company culture if you don't really have anything because uh, i think one person said last year they're by themselves and now they're looking to grow a team and stuff so oh is this their first year having employees yeah so i think they talked about that so we talked about a few things you know different activities you know taking them out for lunch or having stuff brought in or having parties and stuff just you know to be very expensive things it's simple things you could do we had just cookouts all the time and the actually the guys would do the employees would do the cooking but they liked to do that they enjoyed because they were mostly mexican employees and so Mm. they would come in they would bring the meat they would but Mm. they liked cooking all that food for everybody so we weren't like making them do it so they they chose to well we had everybody over to our house one time and i cooked for everybody so you know stuff like that it's personal it's Mm -hmm. you know that more, I don't know if intimate setting is the right word, but you know, it's at your home. Mm-hmm. It's just more personal. It's not like, I mean, you could take them out to eat if you want, yeah. but if that's what everybody likes, but it's just different options. Yeah. There's just, there's a lot of things you can do. And it, like I said, it doesn't be expensive. So just kind of look at doing that when you're building your culture. Yeah. So is that everything you guys kind yeah, of touched on or everything that you can? Yeah. It's kind of a run through of everything that I could think of. Yeah. I'm sure there's well, more. like I said, just go back and listen to yeah. it if anybody. We went it. on for, like I said, an hour. So there's, there's quite a bit in there and most of it was over, over employee stuff. Yeah. Well, and it's nice because the moderators from the group are in there. Mm-hmm. It was just you and one other moderator this yes. time. Sometimes there'll be a couple. So you get more than one perspective and it's not just like what we have to say. Yeah, we don't no, not... ever profess to, like, to be the be all end all source of information in this world. Yeah. So No, and I, I think at some point. 
point too. We may bring on some other guests here and there sure. to kind of break it up. And oh yeah, I would think, yeah. There's some people in the academy opinions. that would be good mm-hmm. to bring on. So yeah. so since this is such a big topic, employees is such a big topic, we kind of want to talk to you about how we go about hiring and, and yeah we've got people, a basically so. a three-step process that mm-hmm. we follow and we recommend for everybody to use when yeah. you are taking those steps to start building your team or maybe you've got a team and you just need to mm-hmm. tweak it a little bit <laughs> yeah so the first step is obviously hiring and then it goes into training and then to retaining your employees number one work on hiring the first mm-hmm. right people in the first place yep. number two train them because if you don't train your employees that's on you mm-hmm. <laughs> and number three if you're going to go to all the trouble to hire and train these employees then you should have some kind of retention strategy in place mm-hmm. yeah so just to kind of give you a quick run through what we have in our academy we talk about having job specific applications so not you're not going down the staples and picking up their job application they have there having specific application for landscaping specific application for lawn maintenance and just having your personal questions on there to find out a little bit more information about that person when you're you hiring. Just get more targeted with your mm-hmm. question. It's not yeah. just your generic. Yeah. And then uh, we actually go into having pre-employment questionnaires. So you're kind of asking a little more questions and depending on the position. So like we'll give an example of a, a team leader, a foreman, whatever you want to call them. You may want to ask questions like how to calculate square footage because if a customer comes out to them and says, hey, I want to add this area with mulch. It sounds silly, but it, it does help set people apart and ask them like situational questions. If the customer comes out complaining about something, how do you handle it? Just certain things. And And if they're coming from another business, you can be like, well, can you provide me with an example of X, Y, and Z happened? Mm -hmm. And how did you handle it? Yep. And then uh, along that lines too, then you want to start having job descriptions, especially when you're hiring, especially when you bring the person in for the interview, you want to show them, here's what your job entails. Make sure you read it over. They understand it and they agree to it before you actually go into. Well, landscaping is hard work and (laughs) some people just aren't always, (laughs) they don't always know what they're getting into. So they can read it first. (laughs) Yeah, Like we actually have, I think it's on our application. It talks about, you know, you're going to be lifting heavy weights. You're going to be working mm-hmm. out in the elements. So you're probably going to get rained on yep. more than once. So mm-hmm. we have that all in there because some people <laughs> don't like that. So yes. They, they kind of forget about that. So then, you know, you have job descriptions that everybody agrees to. Everybody understands what their job is, what their tasks are going to be. And then you have an onboarding process. So once you hire the person, we need to have an onboarding process to bring them on, keep them up to date and make sure things good to go. Yep. So that kind of is a kind of a quick thing on, on the hiring stuff. As far as training, this is where our employee handbook is going to start. You need to start training your people of all your policies and procedures you have in your business. Yeah. It's not just training them on how to landscape. That's Mm -hmm. part of it as well. But you have to train them, like Scott said, for your business. Mm -hmm. What This is our policy. This is how we do things. Because even if they are an experienced landscaper, things could have been done completely different at wherever they were previously. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then once you have that employee handbook, you can have like a write-up form. So like when we talked about earlier, somebody is breaking equipment. Now you can, you know, start writing that person up. Mm -hmm. You know, you may have in your policy that you're going to give them first a verbal warning and then go into a a written warning, whatever you want, but have some kind of something where at some point you're writing things down. Yeah. If you do reviews Mm -hmm. at like 30, 60 and 90 days, whatever you do, have something in place Mm -hmm. to where you can document this kind of stuff. Yeah. And once you start documenting and you start getting these things and you realize I need to get rid of this person. Mm hmm. It makes it that much easier to get rid of that person. If it's really bad, you obviously don't even have to well, wait until yeah. the 30, 60, and 90 days. Like you said, have some kind of write-up form where you can write them up. Because mm-hmm. this is one of my favorite tips for firing people, because Katie likes to fire people. <laughs> I don't feel bad. If you have done everything right on your end, I do like to say employees are your fault. So if your mm-hmm. employees are bad and you have not 
take in the time to try and hire the best people. And if you have not taken the time to train them, then that, okay, then that's kind of on you. Yeah. But if you have done everything in your power to hire the right people, if you have done everything that you could to train them, like you have trained them how to landscape, you have gotten through your employee handbook. If you have done your due diligence, then their success is not on you. It's on them. Mm-hmm. And if they are not holding up their end of the deal, then you have to let them go. Yep. And if you have been documenting any ill performance or anything this whole time, all you do is you just have to pull that out, reference it back to your training in your handbook, and it's just cut and dry. Mm-hmm. It's like you're not meeting standards. I'm sorry, I'm going to have to let you go. Yep. It's not personal because some people can get a little bit emotional. You just got to shut that down and just go with the facts. Yep. You're not meeting standards. I'm sorry. Done That's and it. done. Let them go. It makes it easier on both of you because they see, oh, yeah, I did mess up. And then on your end, it's easier to get rid of them yeah. because you have all this proof right in front of you. Because if you don't write this down, you're thinking all this in your head. Then you're kind of maybe backpedaling a little bit. At you're like, oh, was it really that bad? Yeah. And you kind of get anxious about having to do it. And I mean, I wouldn't say that it's fun. I wouldn't. No. I don't love to do it, but I've done it many times because mm-hmm. most people don't like to do it. So yeah. I'm like, just give me the stuff. We'll, yeah. we'll take care of this. I'm not being mean. But <laughs> but you can't take on the responsibility of their success if they're not willing to put in their part. Yeah. But this is only if you have done your part as an owner. If you have done your part and they can't hold up their end, sorry, bye. Yeah, it is what it is. So yeah, you, you you can't be responsible for everybody. I know these people have families, and I know they're going to have kids. And th- yeah, that stinks. But you can't take that on. Yeah, you just can't. Yeah, no. You have a family and a business to run as well. Yep. Just saying. And all the other people they have working for you. So. Right. And so. it could be bringing everybody down. Yeah. And so like. Like I said, I'm not heartless, but it's, <laughs> it's just part of being a business owner. It is. It, it is. is. Sorry. It is. So <laughs> the next thing, too, on, on as far as training, you need to have your systems and procedures in place because you need to train your people, like Katie said, your way of doing things. Uh, I always share this story of how I went and helped out another landscape company for a little bit, and it got to the point in the job we had to put down mulch, and I have done mulch. I've done thousands and thousands of yards of mulch. So we started putting mulch down. I'm raking it in place. And the owner of the business comes over and is like, you're not doing it right. I'm like, what, what like, do you like mean? What are you what? talking like, about? That's fine. Everything's fine. It's <laughs> like, no, I need you on your hands and knees and raking it. Okay. You know, I did it. But my point is, I was never told that. I just assumed, you know, and he assumed I did it his way, but I yeah, didn't. I did it my way. because you were a well-trained employee. Yeah. Like, you'd been landscaping for yeah, your entire life, but yeah. that just wasn't how he did it. Yeah. So, was it good, bad, or here and there? No. Yeah. No. It's just, that was the way they do it, and mm-hmm. and you weren't told, so. Yeah. So, it's just, <laughs> you have to train your people your way. Like, if you're getting the guy that this guy's been doing landscaping for 20 years, it's going to be great. He still has to be trained your way. So, mm-hmm. this is where having your procedures in place will help allow you to train those people your way. Yeah. Well, it's just easy to complain that everybody's stupid, but (laughs) some some of them are, but not everybody's stupid. They just don't know. And employees don't think the same way that the business owner does. So you you just have to train them. There's really nothing, nothing else to say about it other than you have to do it. Yeah. So once you got them trained, then you can use a checklist to kind of follow up to make sure they're staying up the course and everything. So now once you've done your part, you hired them, you've trained them. Now we need to keep them. We put all this time and energy into doing all this. We need to keep them. So you need to have some kind of system in place that allows you to help keep your people. And in, in our academy, we have a bonus system that's set up based uh, on like your profit. performance. Yeah. yeah, and profit based. And uh, it's it's a pretty hefty one, but once it's set up, it, it's a real it's, good one. Yeah, it works out really well. It's a fair process, but you need to have some kind of system in place. Not necessarily you have to use ours, but like something. Well, say you only have one employee and you're just hiring your first people this year. <laughs> that mm-hmm. might be a little beefy. But you can do something like, yeah, if they come in under man hours on every job, they get a Mm -hmm. gift card, they get a cash bonus. There's like the possibilities are endless. You can think of any type of reward system that you can Mm -hmm. use. Just be creative. (laughs) Another thing to do is, is to have like an employee survey. 
and this is kind of nice to find out get or get some feedback from your team. Um, we've done it both ways where it's been anonymous. They can go put their thing in a box um, where they just kind of circle things. And Oh, so you can get feedback from um, them. You know, how the business is running, you know. And I would like incorporate that into your company culture as soon as possible mm-hmm. because you want them to feel like they have a say, mm-hmm. like they have a dog in the fight. Yeah, and I, uh, there's companies out there that have what's dumb around here meetings or mm-hmm. what's stupid around here meetings. And I think that's really good, too. I mean, you don't want it to just turn into like a gripe session. Yeah, so this no. is where, I don't know, maybe the difference between anonymous and non-anonymous yeah. comes in. It depends <laughs> on your culture and how everybody is with you. You know, Maybe you, at what stage of this you're yeah. at. You know, if you get to that point, you know, make everybody understand that you're going to do your best to try to take care of all these, but you may not be able to do it. Some of these might not be practical You can't like possible, make everybody so. happy all the time. No, that's but, not you know, <laughs> but at least they, they can air their grievances. You can hear it out and you, you know, you can make a decision. At least they know you heard it. Yeah, but you might, you, you don't have to like bend over to their every whim. That's not. No. And well, the thing is you, you get a lot out of these things. You start seeing like there's multiple things being done, like at the same time that shouldn't be happening or like in a wrong order or something and, and things just don't flow very well. You know, maybe the way they get work orders is not proper and just things doesn't make sense. So they can tell you why this doesn't work and then you can go and change that. So they're not getting a list of materials in the morning and that's slowing down process. So if they can get that material list, just simple things can come out of these meetings. So just keep an open mind with some of this stuff. Don't take it all personal. You know, yeah. everybody's there to help. So, so, um, yeah, and just we have all of the training courses that you need for all of these steps inside of our academy. Mm-hmm. So, if you're looking to hire people this season, maybe you're hiring your first people, or maybe you're overhauling your mm-hmm. team. If you want help with any of this, we've got courses on all of this inside the Million Dollar Academy. It's not only courses, but it's also done for you stuff. We have the job application, we have the employee handbooks. It's yes. all done for you. You can just take and tweak it, take it to a legal person, make sure it's legal in your state because everything's different. Every but, state's different, so but, you can't make it perfect. But yeah. yes, there is a lot of this that's already done for yeah. you. So, so, and we have a private Facebook community that is just the Academy members. So like if you've got questions on, okay, what kind of bonus system have you been using? What's mm-hmm. working for you? You can get input from other members mm-hmm. of what's working for them right now. Yep. So I think that's a good part of it as well. Yep. So that's pretty much all we have. Definitely a three-step process is a, is a great thing. It's fairly simple to do once you kind of get it in place. It makes well, things... It just covers, <laughs> you're covering your butt. Yeah, you're covering yeah, all yeah. your bases. Yeah. So like I said, nobody likes to have to fire any Anybody, a lot of people hold on to people a little too long. Mm-hmm. This will kind of give you not the backbone, but like the support you need mm-hmm. if it gets to that point. Yeah. So, yeah, no, definitely looking at getting some of those steps in place and it'll definitely help your yeah. whole process out. So. Yeah. So definitely go back and check out the Q&A session that they did either on the Facebook group or on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And if you want some help getting this three-step system <laughs> implemented in your business, check out the Million Dollar Academy. Yep. And then just a reminder that we are going to be having another live Q&A coming this Sunday. Sunday at 5 p.m. So again, it's going to be on the YouTubes and Facebook group. Yep. Landscape Business or Facebook group. So. Yep. 5 p.m. Central. Yep. All Ready right. for your pod deck questions? Let's do it. All right. Okay. Would you rather spend the night in a dumpster or porta potty? I'd probably say dumpster. I'd probably go dumpster. I forgot you really don't have a sense of smell. So that's maybe yeah, would have been a better I, question I just, for me. I mean, both not, gross. Yeah, I'd re- probably take my chances with the food and whatever else in there. Although I guess there could be. Yeah, dumpster's a little bigger. If it's yeah. big enough, you can kind of stretch out a little yeah. bit. You might be a little cramped in the board body. Yeah. <laughs> Gro- gross either way. <laughs> have you ever accidentally texted the wrong person? And how did it turn out? Uh, I'm sure I have, but. Oh, nothing like, nothing like, nothing like terrible. No, there's been nothing I ever gotten back anything like. I was wondering, you don't have a very seedy background, so there's nothing awful that you were like, because my sister did this. She was complaining about somebody and accidentally sent it to them. (laughs) 
I've, gotten, I've never done it personally either. No, and I've gotten texts from people that I don't know who they were, and it's just weird things. I just kind of oh, like it, wrong so. numbers. Yeah, but I don't know. Oh, I think the question was more like yeah. along the lines like you wanted to complain about me, and yeah. you were you accidentally texted nah. me like she is driving me insane today. Nah. I would have just been like, yeah, no, probably I would never do that, honey. Lies. Uh, <laughs> what's the worst job you've ever had? Worst job I ever had. Oof. I haven't had many, many jobs. No, but so. out of all of them, what was the worst? I guess probably the fire and restoration cleanup because we had to deal with a lot of sewer backups. So we had to go clean up turds and all that stuff. So I remember having a vacuum. That's disgusting. Yeah. So that was probably, I guess, I mean, it wasn't terrible, but it was probably like the worst job, I guess. Yeah. Well, I mean, turd vacuuming is not really high on many people's list of things to do. So I'd say that's pretty good. That was my guess as as to which uh, would have been. Like the fire side was kind of cool. You see the fires afterwards and you had to go clean up everything. But when you had water restoration, the the sewer backups were always the worst because you never know what you're going to get. Yeah, it's pretty gross. So You see things you don't want to see. Yeah. I don't know. All the questions were pretty gross today. I don't know what's going on. (laughs) So, well, thanks for joining in. Yeah. All right, guys. Have a great night. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Hey everyone, just want to thank you again for joining us today. If you enjoyed today's podcast, we do ask you for one quick favor. Could you please head over to iTunes and leave us a review? A five-star review is even better, but it helps us get our rankings up and help us spread our message.